Oh, my goodness gracious. Holy cow. Holy smokes. It is me, David Burrell. I'm accompanied by the, the wonderful, the handsome, the lusciously gorgeous Kobe Williams. Kobe Williams, today I found myself in a weird predicament. Not a weird predicament. A wonderful predicament, I would say. Not even okay. a predicament. I guess a situation. It's nothing. Okay. I'm just. I'm about to tell you a story. So, um, I uh, I found I was um, I was Ubering today, and I went inside this bar. I forget what bar it was because I was just picking up some food. I just it's a side hustle I do. I go inside there, and there's a bunch of grown men playing Legos, and inside of this bar they're drinking beer and they're playing Legos. And I was like, this is fantastic. You see this? I'm oh, oops. I'm wearing the Star Wars shirt, and mm-hmm. they have probably four or five six different like star like lego star wars things that they've already done that's like on the shelves and next thing you know i'm cutting it with a bunch of guys talking to me about legos and it was just a magical time and i just wasn't ready for it but i was thankful for it i love that i love that very much so you you know uh you know caleb and anna right yeah Uh, are you familiar with their obsession of legos yeah, specifically, like I, I don't, I didn't know about it with Anna specifically, but whenever we've talked to Caleb, I know he's told me he spent over two thousand dollars on, on Legos. Yeah, it's it's like their apartment. They have like flower vases, but the flowers are Legos. Like they have like all their de- like a, so many of their decorations are Legos. It's it, it's in, it. I love it. I really do. Um, I have yet to build my Lego like Infinity Gauntlet that I got from Caleb. Um, I'm waiting for the right moment because I really want to do it while watching Infinity War and Endgame. Mm. They but. were making the Infinity Gauntlet when they went inside the bar. They were literally doing the Infinity Gauntlet. Oh, really? You yeah. I, um, so I have like my – I bought a bookshelf the other day for like my pop figures. You can't see it probably behind me. Um, but I have like a bookshelf for my pop figures now. And I'm – specifically the ones I've been getting recently are like the – it's like the Marvel Infinity series. It's the original six Avengers and each one is like a different – they're like solid colors, and each one's a different color for each stone. And so I, I'm like, I have four of them. I'm missing Hawkeye and Black Widow, but I will be getting them. And then I'm going to get the Infinity Gauntlet. And then on Amazon, they have like this little LED thing you can do to put inside the Lego Gauntlet, and it makes the stones glow like the correct color. So it's, I will definitely send you a picture whenever it's amazing. Get it done. Um, it's been, it feels like it's been a long time. Since it has, that. yeah. We, we, well, because. Of the last three episodes, I think – I mean the last three weeks, I think we've missed two. I think so. And that's not great. It is and we are – we are sorry. But we uh, – uh, things have come up. But um, we appreciate everybody. Um, yeah. I I miss you. I miss I you. I miss you too. I, I um, miss you. I, yeah. It's – We miss I, each I, other. I'm, I'm going to be traveling to the Dallas area like – four times in the month of may and it's i'm gonna be honest i won't be able to like visit for all of those because one of them is like a work trip that i'll be going up for a couple days um which i am you know i i'd say i'm 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 excited because it's like traveling and it's a paid for hotel right that's what i'm excited more more than anything um not excited to like sit in like a conference room for like eight hours a day and learn about copier machines but you know it, it's a paid for trip um but we we will definitely be hanging out at least one of the times that i come up 
Yes, sir. Um, yes, that. sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, and your birthday is in May too. That's exciting. It is. It is in May. I I will be coming up for like my birthday and everything. Uh, I think I'm gonna do something similar to last year uh, with an escape room. Um, I've started looking at. Actually, I already have the one picked out that I want to do this year. Um, so I will be messaging everyone, getting closer to time. Everyone's including you because obviously you and Yvette are invited and. For sure. Even if y'all can't come, like you're you're in. Just let us just give us the dates, man. We'll be there. Um, but yeah, I found this one online. It's a difficulty of eight and a half out of ten, and it is titled Seven Deadly Sins. Oh, that's an anime. And And I it's not based on the anime. That's what I thought at first. I thought it was based on the anime at first, but no, it's based on like the actual like seven deadly sins. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, But yeah, it's it it it's kind of like a it's kind of like a slightly like spooky one. I like it. Um, that's cool. That's it's it's interesting that like how like our conception of pop culture we now think of like an anime before we think of like the good book, you know? Right. Like yeah. I think that's interesting. It is interesting. Well, and speaking of like spooky and horror things like that, um David, I have a question for you. Oh, wait, before you ask, ask this question, I need to say something on behalf of Legos before we drop it. Okay, absolutely. Go right okay, ahead. so um, so I I I recently have a Lego set. You can see it behind me. Maybe it's of a bonsai tree, right? And okay. I have I got really discouraged by it, right? I love it, and it was a gift, right? And it's amazing, and I loved working on it. But either I missed a piece, or I like started goofing, right? Where mm-hmm. I got stuck at a point. And so it's not complete yet. And I've been putting it off because of the, the fear of failure, Kobe, the fear of failure. And I, and it's been, it's been stressful. Right. And, but ever since our Lego conversation today and seeing these grown men that were in their fifties, drinking beer, playing with Legos, I realized I was looking at that Lego set the wrong way this last month or so. So next time we record that Lego set will be complete. And that's on, that's on everything. Well, so I love your commitment, Thank you. but I think that poses an interesting idea, right? About the the idea of like being complete versus incomplete, mm. because you you look at this this Lego bonsai tree, which is deemed incomplete, and and you you see it as like as like a failure thing, and mm. like something that needs to be done, but like it's still it it's still beautiful, right? It still looks good, so like, it doesn't have to be complete to be beautiful. And I think that's important. I feel interesting, nuanced, nuanced. Um, I feel that not it's to take away from like your commitment to complete it. I understand. But like, yeah. I, I think that like, even if like, say you end up, you can't find that missing piece. Like it's still going to be a worthy, a gorgeous worthy thing. You know? yeah. yeah. It's going to be gorgeous. It's going to be fantastic. It is. I, and don't get me wrong. Whenever I do it, work on Legos, I find it incredibly therapeutic. And so mm-hmm. I think that's a lot, a lot of people's things. It's like, you're very mindful in the moment working on the Lego set. And that's probably why Caleb and Anna do it. Right. Is like, obviously they enjoy it and it's cool aesthetic, but I remember talking to Caleb about it and he was sitting there saying how it's this aesthetically, like, it's just this bit of mindfulness. It's a little mind game and you're there just you're like, Oh, I'm going to do this. And you're not thinking about anything, but working on the Legos. And I think that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do appreciate it for that. I do say that I do feel a pressure to complete it. And maybe that's the wrong way to approach it. So thank you for, uh, uh, uh checking my, my thoughts on that and changing my perspective. So I appreciate that Kobe. 
Um, of, course. of course. You said you had a question. I do. And I, I think when I said it, it relates to the idea of horror, it is less like the genre of horror, mm. more the, the, the feeling of horror. And I, I'm sure, I think I actually, we, we talked and you have seen said question, but you've not put a lot of thought into it. And yes. So I'm interested to hear your thoughts. I saw this on TikTok from a user that I am not able to see because I screenshotted it and it like it, but it doesn't show it for some reason. Um, <clears throat> say hypothetically, your toilet is now sentient. Like it's able to perceive, feel things like it's able to have like these thoughts, processes, things like that. <laughs> Would you prefer that it passionately longs for your excrement? Or that it despises you and is in horror of the things that you do. So, man. Um, first of all, with this personified toilet, can it move? It can't because a toilet can't move, no. right? It doesn't okay. move. It doesn't communicate. You just – the only way – like you just know that it oh. – it's, it's less of a communication thing. It's just like you pick one. And whichever one you pick, like that's how the toilet feels. It just it, feels that way. Is it? Do they crave excrement? Do they crave to be shit in by everybody, or is it specifically my my shit? Probably I would say they crave it by everyone, but yours is special. Mm. I'll be honest. I like feeling wanted, you know, Kobe. And I, um, <laughs> as much as I. I don't want that negative energy in there. Like, I don't want to, I feel like if I was to shit in it and it was to be upset about it, right. The toilet mm. was to be upset at it. I would feel that I wouldn't use the toilet. I would feel as if I'm doing an injustice that I'm punishing this toilet for no reason. And I'm not giving it a life worth living. Even though if it craves and longs to be shit in, it fails. It goes down this path of, of, it almost feels sexual, right? But mm. um, but I'm I'm giving it what it wants, mm. and I guess I could have worded that better. But I, <laughs> I I I I there's a mutual benefit to that, and I think there's also it's like a it's one of those things, right? It's like a perspective and thing where it's like, maybe everything in your life is going wrong, but you're like, man, damn it. I'm not looking at everything from the right perspective. This toilet appreciates me. Like, it's like, it would help me in times of sorrow like that, that it's like, Oh, I have a purpose. And then also in other things, it would help me in, it would be mutually beneficial. I would feel inclined to shit in it. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? I'd be like, no, I got you. And so, um, I think I would have to, I would, I would have to shit in it and I don't know the counter argument and why not. Does that I make sense? Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that makes total sense. Um, I, it's not less of a counter argument because I'm not arguing one way or another. Sure. I, but I want to, I want to go back to what you said in the beginning of you like to feel wanted, which mm -hmm. I, I think everybody does. Right. Right. Would you ever be concerned 
that you might eventually reach a point where, where fulfilling the desires of said toilet is like, and again, this is going to sound very like sexual, like right context and everything. Obviously it's not unless it is, but like, are you, would you be worried that eventually like it would turn into that for you? Like, like, that I would then like, build the relationship with the toilet? Like, what if that became, like, a coping mechanism, right? Where, like, if you're feeling sad, you know that you can go use the toilet and you're, you're going to feel wanted mm. because of that. So you're suggesting that I could potentially – by shitting in this toilet, it could then become a vice for me. Potentially, yeah. A, would you be worried about that? I think I would be worried about it, but I think it – is a relevant thing to be worried about being overstimulated, right? Like, mm -hmm. I think you have to be, you, regardless of shitting in a toilet, which is just the example in this thing, right? Not to yeah. get too, too real, but there's ways to achieve serotonin that in excess is bad. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. you need to have like a balance of it. And yeah. so it's like, it's good to do that. And I think m maybe there would be times that I would be like, I need to take a break from this toilet for a bit. And I think that would be, that sounds but silly. could you pull yourself away? Could you, I, could you go back to a regular toilet? I think it has be, no desire one way or another. I'd like to think so, but I think that's interesting because mm. I don't know. I would just... I would guess because if it's sentient, I would theoretically feel some kind of connection, right? If I felt that, I'd be the, like – The way I see it, yeah, is like it, it's kind of like – I want to say that like just the vibes of like the room. Like when you walk in the room, do you just feel like despair and horror or do you walk in and like you can just tell like there's a longing, a craving? <laughs> the word choice is in it a craving a longing a, a desire it's like it's like oh no like it feels sexual and it might be it might be it might um, it could be for the toilet at the very at the very yeah. least oh man i oh man it's <sighs> i think i think that i would then have to if that would happen I would, I would probably get addicted to that toilet at one point and be like, that's my, I got to shit here. But I think obviously if I'm about to shit myself, about to poop my pants, yeah, like yeah. I'm going to like do that somewhere else if I need to, depending on circumstance. Right. Um, and don't get me wrong. I already have preference. I think everyone has a preference towards their toilet. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. But I would say this, if the toilet like the toilet, like the, the location of the toilet matters to me. So if it's my bathroom's toilet, then I'd probably have more of an issue with it, right? That isolation. You're in that moment with the toilet. If it was mm -hmm. like a roommate's toilet, I don't – it would probably – I would probably use it more than I would normally. But I think I would be able to refrain from being overstimulated over – acquiring serotonin you know like it's yeah. to be technical about it right i oh man how 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 would you not right how would you not have to like combat it at some point and be like man because if there's this connection with this toilet would you leave would you be inclined to not move to another house what happens if the toilet breaks and you have to replace it 
like is the say like you, a piece of the toilet like breaks like the lever or something and you replace oh. the lever is that part of the sentient feeling that's gone would you feel that a piece is missing maybe maybe kobe you <laughs> you would have everyone in their life at some point has to learn to let go that's true and <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm trying to take this seriously. Everybody in their life has to learn to let go, whether it is more serious things other than the personified toilet. But uh, I would hurt. I would feel pain. I might cry even. You might cry even. The average person would probably feel that emotion. But but I think at the end of the day, you have to be thankful for that experience. You have to sit yeah, there and be like, I'm glad I had this at least at one point in my life. And it'd be a hard thing to explain. Maybe it's something you don't have to explain at all. Maybe you're, you're, you're just like, you don't know, man. And maybe you just have to live with that, knowing that it's just between you and that toilet and the universe and God, whoever. But if that was the thing, if that was the toilet that I felt personified, that personified toilet, me and that toilet had a connection where it wanted me to shit in it, shit in it longingly. I, Craving. I, cravingly. <laughs> I would try to embrace as much of that as I could. That might, that would probably be the weirdest intervention, by the way. Like, imagine <laughs> you walk into your house and, like, it's, like, a vet and, like, me and, like, your roommate. <laughs> and, like, we're all just sitting there and we're like, dude, you, you got you to gotta let it go. And you just see us, like, dragging the toilet out of the bathroom. Yeah, it, it would probably be y'all all sitting in, like, in a room. I walk in, I see a new toilet in there, and I'm like, what is this? <laughs> this What's going like, on? This sounds like it's gonna turn into like a like a like a 2013-esque like uh, teen drama book, <laughs> like teen romance book between <laughs> the the man and his toilet. <laughs> right? <laughs> you don't know who I am on the inside. It knows me. It knows me. I I oh man the hard thing too is even if I think like you know what's crazy about that is mm -hmm. that it's it'd be because if it's something else right something else let's say it's an intervention about something that we have a well documented thing like okay let's say we're doing something and it's like overindulgence in something that is commonly overindulged in right that like yeah. you have examples of it there's no really examples of people being no. longingly tied to a toilet that I think the denial process and recovery would probably be a, would probably be a long one, right? Like you would sit there because there's no, there's no way for someone. No to one would do that. No one would get you. No yeah. one would get you. And you would be in that situation and you're like, they don't know. They don't know. And wow. I'm feeling impassioned. Like I think it, 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 no one would know the, all the experiences and because shitting in a toilet more often than not is an intimate experience. Do you think the toilet would feel jealousy if someone's in the bathroom with you? I feel like it would have to, right? Yeah. So like, like imagine, imagine every time you go to take a shower, but you don't have to use the bathroom. Like, or you're just going in to like brush your teeth or something. Like, would, would it feel like something's missing? Would you feel like resentment for from the toilet for not utilizing its purpose, not not fulfilling its needs, fulfilling its wants, right? It longs yeah. for it. It doesn't know the yeah. needs, but 
Right. It's needs. So that's crazy, right? And do you think that because it's specifically excrement, right? It's specifically yeah. shit. So like if you pee in it, it's just pretty neutral, presumably. Well, I, I, pee counts as excrement. Oh, does it? Okay. Yeah. Um, um, would However, vomit would not. Oh. So if you had to puke in your toilet, then it might take offense to that. I feel like if you're close enough to it, I feel like the, it would be kind of like one of those things like – because like, you know, Yvette's been there with me whenever I puked in a – puked in the toilet right and it's one of those things you know like she was there patting me on the back or whatever you know with the average person with longer hair you pull their hair back right it's that it's like hey like i don't want to particularly see someone throw up but i'm here for you kind of thing i wonder if yeah. it would be like that because then the tie to you in the I'm toilet. imagine you puking in the toilet and the lid comes down and starts patting you on the head right right it's like it's like i got you man so that's interesting too because i would feel almost that could be a really toxic relationship I'm talking about it's a late like it's a relationship, right? But it could be. But, but at that point, it, would it turn into that? Like, I mean, that, that's the kind of how you maybe not like romantically, but right? Yeah. Well, yeah, and just because there's a relationship doesn't even have to be a romantic relationship, and just because it's not a romantic relationship doesn't mean that there can't be like, like similar feelings in certain ways, you know? Mm. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So, you know, what's interesting. You were talking about like the jealousy aspect. I was talking about it with like another person. Cause if, if it was like, cause me and Yvette will shower together, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, here and there and we'll, we'll shower together. And, um, but you were bringing up, you're like, what if you had to brush your teeth in there? What if yeah. you had to shower in there? You're talking about other appliances because that's what's well, comparable to, to the toilet. Which I think speaks to our existence. Cause I- I'm single. And you're not fair, fair, but, but <laughs> so like, I would still, I guess it's I still just see though how our minds like approach that. Yeah, but I think it's interesting because a toilet would probably consider like I, I if if a if a toilet was was a jealous toilet, it would then it would then be like, oh, what does the shower have that I don't have? I don't yeah. know. I'm I this is this Wait. is abs- the thought reminds me of those videos that I've seen on TikTok before where it's like someone has like their pet dog and then they have like a stuffed animal dog and they start petting the stuffed animal just to make mm. their other dog jealous. Yeah. Because the toilet may not recognize that the shower is not like sentient. Right. Wow. Wow. I don't know where I thought this conversation was going to go, but I don't think it was here. I don't think it was here either. Um, for me, for sure. But I'm fascinated. Okay, so yeah, we're also being presumptive that the toilet would be a toxic toilet, a jealous yeah. toilet, because it doesn't have to be. Because you 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 related it to dogs. Some dogs aren't jealous. Some dogs are just like yeah, I don't true. care. Um, now some dogs are right. That's just the pers- personality of it, or maybe whatever's happened to the animal to then make it feel that way, right? Mm-hmm. You know, normally like a dog that's lived by itself for so long, all of a sudden doesn't probably has more of an issues with like sharing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, wow. Okay. Wow. Do you think there's a way to then have that toilet experience where you have a toilet that longs to be longs for your excrement to, and to feel that connection to have it not, I don't see how it doesn't end bad. I don't see how it doesn't have to be a hard break off at some point. It almost feels like 
the easy, the long or short term, easy, long term, hard answer is to have the toilet like desire for it. But the short term, hard, long term, easy answer is to have the toilet despise it. Right. Yeah. Because if the toilet despises you for it and like hates you for it and like what you do, then like, yeah, that's going to suck for a while. But like, I mean, I, I'm not I'm not going to live here forever, you know. Right now, wow. I think the question changes entirely if this idea of a sentient toilet transfers to every toilet, like for every, like not every toilet, but like every one of your toilets. So, like if you move whatever your toilet is at the new place, it becomes sentient as well. I think the the conversation changes there. I think so. You think that that it would change if every toilet is sentient? Every toilet you have is sentiently. For or against, if it's a long-term thing like that, like you were saying, do you choose the positive experience? The, I mean, I guess, okay, what is the positive experience? Do you choose the, the, the longing or do you choose the, the hate? I don't, I don't, I don't know. Because like, like you mentioned, like everyone likes to, everyone likes to be liked. Everyone likes to be wanted. Yeah. But at what point would it be too much? It's. You know, I'm going to be, I'm going to be completely honest with you. And I would say TMI, but I don't think we've ever, like, I don't think we've already reached that point several times. For sure. So I think that I would have to go with the deeply resenting. And let me tell you why. It's going to be a couple of reasons, but for my first example, I want to go back to whenever I did the one chip challenge. I was in the bathroom for three hours that night with like my stomach was just like ripping itself apart. It was horrible, right? I hated myself in that moment. And to know that like when I was on the toilet, that the toilet shared my feelings of hatred towards me would almost kind of be therapeutic, right? Because I, I feel <laughs> I, I feel like it's like it's it's like when someone supports your thoughts, right? Yeah. Um <laughs> So that's my first example. Second example, I don't know if you know this, I'm lactose intolerant, okay? David, I love dairy so much. I don't drink milk, right? I don't drink regular milk. Um, I just prefer like almond milk and oat milk, but I love ice cream. I love cheese, right? There's a lot of times, David, that I hate myself when I'm in the bathroom and and I, I really, I mean, it's, it's the same thing. I, I think having the toilet also hate me for it almost feels less that I'm wanted, more that I'm seen. Like, yes, your hatred <laughs> of yourself is valid in this particular moment. Right? Because if I'm in the bathroom hating myself for eating a half gallon of ice cream, right? And the toilet is just there, like, begging for it. I I think that would make it worse. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I just I <laughs> no, you oh my gosh. All right, I I I am still hung up on the instead of feeling wanted, I feel seen. Oh my god. All right, so um <laughs> I respect it. Man, I respect it. I 
Just the more I'm thinking about this too. So the part of me, oh my goodness, you're valid. I and I don't want to pause. Let's pause. Let's go back to the we'll 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 go to the lactose intolerant part of this conversation because I'm also mm-hmm. lactose intolerant. And we approach it a little differently, but there is a hatred for myself because of it that I acknowledge, yeah. right? It's like I know the consequences and I choose to pay them. Like mm-hmm. I make a cognitive decision. And so sometimes whenever I have dairy, and personally for milk, I think dairy milk, whole milk, is so much better than the other milks that I I suffer in some cases because I'm like, my Fruity Pebbles deserve this milk, and I deserve it. And I sit there, and I indulge, and I pay the price. But mm-hmm. I And I'm okay with it because I made that call. So I my initial thought, on the resentment of the toilet was that I would feel this negative energy and I don't like that. Right. But, but you're saying it as it's like, I, I would feel like for you, you said it would make you feel seen. And I think that's beautiful for me. I feel like it would harden me, but it might not be bad. It'd be one of those things. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know why I'm here, you know? And you just kind of like get down it's and like go a to hate, business. hate relationship. Like you hate me. I hate me too. Kind of thing. <laughs> You, you hate me and I hate me too. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> I, so you're you're arguing you're arguing that this that this because of this negative reaction from the toilet, it's cathartic. It helps well, you be seen. If I'm being honest, even when I don't have dairy, I don't go to the bathroom to like. It's not like out of enjoyment, right? Like, sure, naturally, there's going to be some level of enjoyment from having relief of not no longer having to use the bathroom, right? Sure. But, like, that's not, like, my favorite activity of the day. I don't wake every mo- up every morning. I'm like, oh, God, I can't wait to just let it all out, you know? <laughs> like, that's... I, I do want to counter you because I do enjoy my bathroom time. Like, I think it's a... I think not that a, you know... Like okay, too much information, right? Uh, naturally, this whole t- this whole episode is we're gonna put a big TMI thing at the beginning. Right. Like if, you, if you don't like bathroom talk, why are you even here? Honestly, that's fair. Okay, <laughs> TMI. I look, look, the male juice spots in the asshole, and so like naturally, like I, th- I, I don't have, I don't know any idea for sure. I think naturally that <laughs> one second. <laughs> you okay, Kobe? <laughs> I knew what you were gonna say, but the way you just casually threw it out there, I was like, "I had to warn it." Okay, so what I'm saying is this, though: it's like I don't, I don't know for sure, but I feel like naturally, like men probably enjoy shitting more than women. Like I, because I, that would be my, that would be my inclination. Well, isn't uh, I mean, wasn't it Freud? Which, for the record, I know that Freud is wrong on so many things, like so many. <laughs> But one of his big things is like a man's like earliest forms of pleasure is using the bathroom because of that. Yeah. I, I mean, I feel relief. I feel relief peeing to be fair too. Right. But like, Mm -hmm. but like if we're being technical and honest with ourselves, like that is a, it's a, don't, don't get me wrong. If you have a bunch of milk, I'm not happy. Like I'm, I'm getting ripped in half. I'm not happy Mm -hmm. about that. But like, like my like I don't like bubble guts, right? But but you know, if you eat traditional stuff, it's not bad. But also the other part I would say 
Now that's one half of it. Why I would, I guess I want to convince myself that I do enjoy the bathroom in that case, because it makes scientific sense. Right mm-hmm. now, the other one would be, I don't know. I find myself on my phone. That's when you, it's when I get on Twitter. That's when I get on some TikTok. That's when you do, that's when you get on social media and you just dive into some, you know, meaninglessness. It is. It is. is. But I, go ahead. No, no, no. I'm going to let you continue. I'm going to let you continue. I want to gather my thoughts. So, yeah. So I embrace that that meaningless meaningness, whatever, I, you know what I'm saying? You know, yeah, I, yeah. I forget what I was trying to say there. Um, like meaningful, yeah. Yeah. Um, and feeling a negative energy in there, I'm like, why do I want that taken away from me? But now realizing that the possibility of this being a, a toxic relationship of sorts with this sentient toilet, I'm beginning to have to question this. I'm like, am I... Am I stable enough to pull it to really? You asked it before. Am I? I have to check myself in the mirror, like all of us do, and be like, are we actually able to sit there and effectively be able to walk away from that toilet? I don't think I am. I don't think I'm either. I don't think I. 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 I I love being connected to people, like, and, and having those relationships. And that would just be another form of connection that I feel like I would get sucked into. Now, not even to mention that my love language is physical touch. And obviously I, I'm like, I'm seated the whole time. So like, would, would that turn into a love language thing? It might be overstimulation, right? Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. One of mine is, is like physical touch as well. Like physical touch is one of mine as well. So like, I get it, man. So that's a, that's a fair point. I wasn't even thinking about that. That's a fair point. Now my top two are physical touch and quality time. Both of which would be fulfilled by a toilet that (laughs) craves. Wow. Yeah. Mine is, um, what is mine? Mine's physical touch and words of affirmation. So I don't think that I would get that aspect of it. Oh my God. Thank you. Amazing. Thank you. Oh my god. No, anyways, but um uh uh yeah, I thought mine was quality of time for a while and then I like had to be real with myself and I'm like, I don't think it is. And then so like yeah, I've learned that recently. But physical touch, words of affirmation, and so I get half of that with the toilet. You get all yours with the toilet. Um, wow. Now, so I do think this question does depend on who you are, right? And no, we make that clear, right? So um I think we take this probably more to heart than other people because we're like we don't know if we can do it. Like and I, since we're lactose intolerant, I feel like we both probably spend a lot of time on, like, on the toilet. Yeah, safe to assume that is very fair to say, especially like, because lactose intolerant like, people yeah, don't yeah. take care of their bodies, anyways. They don't. We don't. We had this we discussion don't. before. Like, we take zero care of our bodies. Or at least I know I do. I'm. I'm going to the gym after this. Don't let that fool you. I don't take care of my body. That's fair. And whenever I mean mostly you don't take care of your body, regarding everyone that's lactose intolerant, I mean most people still indulge in cheese, right? That's the more specific thing. They most they still probably indulge in cheese or ice cream or milk or whatever it is to some degree. Um, mm-hmm. Most people just they decide to pay the price or coffee or whatever it is, right? Um, wow. So – now this makes me beg the question of the other aspect of it. This is what made me initially turned off about the idea of of excreting into a sentient toilet that despises it, okay? Mm-hmm. Is I feel as if I'm doing something bad. 
I feel as if I am pushing negative things on this. Like, I'm like, I know it doesn't want this and I'm choosing to do it anyways. And I'm disregarding it. And I'm like, wow, I'm an asshole. I think, I think that's a fair point. I think it's kind of where you draw the line of necessity of life, right? Mm. Um, this could get really, really deep very quickly. I know. I feel hypothetically. it. Um, I don't know if I want to take it there. I don't know yet. If you want to take it there, definitely take it there. But One of I, I, I feel like that, that it has to come down to like necessity of life because obviously we, you have to use the bathroom, right? And if you're feeling like you're doing something wrong to this toilet every time, like there, there's going to be like a, kind of like a gnawing inside. Like there, I mean, there's naturally there is and I, either two things are going to happen. One, I feel like you're just going to learn to block it out and develop sort of like a coldness about you or two, you're just going to use the bathroom somewhere else and never use that toilet again. And I don't know. Yeah, it, it's interesting. It's interesting, right? Like I don't, I don't know. What are your thoughts? That, that I mean, I think you hit that part right there on the head, right? I because I sat there and I said initially, whenever you were like, I feel seen by this toilet, right? I would say, which is fair, you probably do, right? I would sit there, I look at it, and I'm like, okay, well, I I would feel as if I'm doing a bad deed to it. What was I saying with this? I th- I said that I thought that I was going to probably be colder in that experience. I'd be like I'd be like I'd be like you know why I'm here, right? You know what I mean. And then, um, but I feel like uh, for me, I'm a very empathetic like empathetic person. So like, I, if 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 I know the toilet feels bad, I would probably feel bad about doing it. I I don't think that I would necessarily stop though, because like it has to be done, you know. Right. And, and I think it's less of a you know why I'm here, like. I think the words can be the same, but it's less of you know why I'm here versus you this know is business why I'm here. Like right. I think that's probably fair. Yeah. Okay. I would say this. Now we're getting intense with this toilet discussion and like philosophically speaking here. Mm-hmm. Okay, so as someone and I think you probably relate as well, I'm assuming. So if you don't relate, let me know. I'm someone that struggles to put myself first in a lot of situations. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think I would have to choose the negative toilet because I think I would not be putting myself first if I choose the longing toilet because the longing toilet, after knowing about the two options, if I have to pick between the two, I can't choose the toilet that longs for my excrement because I now know that this is now potentially like a toxic dopamine drug for me. And I'm mm-hmm. like, Ooh, this isn't good for me. Yeah. And I choose me over a sentient toilet. And though maybe it's harsh to sit there and say me, a human being, is above a sentient toilet in the hierarchy of life. I argue that I'm above a sentient toilet in the hierarchy I, I of life. Argue, you, can, you can argue it's harsh, but that does not make it untrue. Yeah. Like, I mean, trees, sentient technically right living organisms i would argue that obviously they're very important i would i would still argue human life over the life of a tree fair and and i think it's like a similar a similar context with that yeah i think that's fair um 
man, that is nuanced. That David, is David. It's been forty minutes, but it's been a deep discussion. I guess <laughs> we've talked about the toilet the entire time. It's been I love it. Dive into it. I I wasn't sure. Like I, we had to talk it through to then realize yeah. my position on it. I I had no idea which one mine was until I until I talked to you and I was like, you know, I would get addicted to this toilet. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, is there a way to choose this? Because one of the things, naturally, as a friend of yours, I mm. I I do enjoy your self-deprecation humor, but I also understand that there is a reality, a truth to your humor. Right now, um, I am conflicted because one of your two points was you said you see it you feel seen by the toilet but it's also a facet of self-deprecation where you're like i hate me too like i i i do you feel that that is a also a toxic thing do you argue that both experiences are toxic and that you essentially choosing the less toxic for you or do you think that this is more playfully self-deprecating i does that make sense? Yeah, I, no, it I, makes I, a total sense. My, at first, I got caught up because you said self-deprecation, deprecation, and I was like, that sounds a lot like defecation, which is uh, you know what we're talking about. Right. Um, but interesting, right? So I, I think there's no way to say with meaning, I hate me too, without some form of toxicity to it, right? Mm. If, if you're saying it with meaning. Now, if you're saying it as a joke, then that's a little bit different, which, I mean, as you said, you know, you could argue that all humor is based in something in reality. But, like, when I've got the bubble guts from eating too much, like, ice cream or something, in that moment, I hate myself (laughs) fully because I recognize that I knew this was going to happen and I didn't care and I did it anyways, right? Right. So I don't enjoy that. I think that in that moment, it would be nice to have a sentient being acknowledge like, yeah, this is stupid. What you did is stupid. I'm paying for it as well. And if anything, I think it might encourage to do it less in the future, right? Right. Wow. I I see it as less of a reinforcement of like self-deprecation and more of – an acknowledgement that like the reasoning isn't necessarily wrong, but there's a way you can not have that happen. Does that make sense? Yeah. So you're arguing that this toilet could then potentially be a deterrence for you. Yeah, absolutely. I think, Wow. I I think it could, because if I'm going to have a bad experience, then eventually I might as well just make it a one-sided bad experience instead of, you know, both sides. Fair. Wow. I, did not think this conversation was going to go this far. Um, I I didn't either, honestly. We really philosophically like analyzed this. We did. Well, and and it and it, that's the beauty of conversations when it comes to like, you know, if w- there's such a strong negative versus such a strong positive, is there's such like when there's such a separation, you have to ar- like the argument is the gap, almost. It mm, seems like. That makes sense. Um, and, and I don't know, I often feel that like when you have like ideas and like stories that don't have that conflict, sometimes it seems kind of boring, right? 
But at the same time, like sometimes you have ideas where there's not a conflict and like, you're like, this makes sense. Right. Right. And like, for example, scrub daddy, right. (laughs) I think of scrub daddy and I think of the idea and the execution, the idea and the execution is just, is just right. 100%. It's just there. And, uh, call this a, a shameless plug that we're not even getting paid for but like for those of you who don't know what scrub daddy is david can tell you about it it's the best product on the market and so you made a really great analogy on how scrub daddy then applies in this situation in our argumentative base with I'm gonna be honest, i tried to be a little bit more fluid with it but i got a facetime call in the middle that i had to hang up and i was like oh goodness now i'm panicking. oh you're good you did great so anyways scrub daddy um everyone doesn't you know if everyone should know at this point and you should own plenty i have I I have a scrub daddy that is in here. It's the scrub dog, like the scrub scrub puppy, scrub doggy. I forget what it's called. The scrub dog, and mm-hmm. it's of it's of the dog, and I have it packaged because I'm saving it for whenever I move into my next place. I also have a scrub daddy that I've used today to clean some dishes that is now, um, I need to return to get a new one to recycle it because that's what scrub daddy does. They do that. And you can actually return the product and get another one. But if you want the best sponge on the market, scrub daddy is the product. They got a lot of accessories. Now they have a fantastic social media and you should be thankful to have that in your life, have that smear smile in your life. And I hope you get it. I genuinely do because they are a fun company and they uh, love to smile at you while you doing a crappy thing. Crappy thing is dishes. And they make, they make so many different products. They really do. I, I was talking to Becca recently and she got for the first time, the sponge daddies. Yeah. Like just like the regular, like two sided sponges. Um, I coined them, I think scrub sponge daddy, daddy. Cause it was like oh. scrub daddy and the sponge daddy. So I'm right. calling them the scrub sponge daddy, daddy now, but scrub you, know, sponge, you don't want to say all daddy, of that. Daddy. Just call it the sponge, you know, um, yeah. but they, they have such a wide range of products. Their soap dispenser. Incredible. Yeah. Their caddies for the sponges. Incredible. They um, have a thing to clean your screen. They like do. a phone screen. They do. Um, and it's really amazing. And this is all with the connotation of cleaning dishes more often than not, right? But these sponges can absolutely be used, utilized as um, I don't I don't always do it. I know you changed your oil today. I think you I don't know if you paid someone to do it if you actually did it yourself. Last time I changed my oil oil, I did it myself, and um a scrub daddy sponge is excellent for cleaning off oil on your hands. So as well. And, and that's actually yeah hypothetically not the not the first intended use but if you have an extra one laying around that you don't care to like use for the dishes and you have a sitting in a toilet that either craves or hates your excrement one way or another there's going to be a there's going to be a need for cleaning i use scour daddies for my bathroom 100 percent. that's not that's uh, so i use the other scour daddy it's really really good because you know it's a more um because like the sponge, obviously, if you don't know, it changes textures based on cold or warm water. But with the Scour Daddy, you can get, you know, just like with regular scours in general, you have more of a uh, a a rougher grip whenever you're scrubbing. And mm-hmm. so um, really good for deep cleaning, whether it's, a, whether it's a bathtub, whether it's a sentient toilet, whether it's a counter, whatever it is. So um, and for the record, we are not sponsored by Scrub Daddy. Yet. We just yet we are we we're in the game eventually. of manifestation. Scrub Daddy, we are since episode zero. Dead ass, and, and we we I think we mentioned every single episode. I um, really do too. Yeah, uh, at, 
eventually they're going to notice they liked our Instagram comment one time. So they're basically in love with us. Yeah. I, I, I think we need to do some, uh, some stitches on TikTok and be like, we love you and do it, different stuff. Just, in camera. It's just your face and you're just slowly creeping towards the camera. And at the end, just, I love you. I love you. End of the, end of the duet. Absolutely. Yeah. That's a good yeah, idea. Wow. I need to write, write that down. Glad we have it on video. Um, David. David, 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 David. Colbert. What a good ep- – like what a good episode. What a good conversation. It was a good conversation regarding the nuances. We would have it all down, you know? Oh. Oh, no. The conversation, not the episode. Oh, the conversation. I was like – I was like – you I was, I was like, going I was, into a power trip again. Right? I did. I did. <laughs> you you have the tone of a power trip, Kobe. I felt the power trip coming. How do you know that my entire reasoning and my entire explanation for choosing the toilet of horror isn't just a power trip of me knowing that I have power over that toilet? You're sick. That would be – you're sick. Not right now. I have not had dairy. <laughs> Wow. Do you think that there that could be a hateful relationship and you're it like really could be. you could sit there and be like, you know what? I'm gonna have some milk and you like look at it. You're drinking milk, just looking at it, it's like it's like it's like I hate me too. And then you go in there and then That feels like it would be a uh, the way you said that feels like it'd be like a Jack Nicholson line in like an Oscar winning film. Oh you yeah. hate me, I hate me too. It does, doesn't it? it really you hate does. me too. Gosh. We should totally make a short film about this. About a sentient toilet? That and hates it, us. That and, hates us. And we're lactose intolerant people who use this toilet. Or what if we show a parallel world where one of us is gifted a toilet that loves us too much, loves longs for excrement, and the other one is a parallel world that the other one hates the toilet. But we don't talk about it. Our characters don't talk about the fact that we are in this secret relationship. We have to portray him. it through the emotions. Yes. Yes. I like that. Mark that down. To be determined on a date. Possibly rambling short film is going to be coming your way eventually. That would be – no. like legitimately, this seems like a hilarious yeah. project that it if does. we actually do artistically, it could be pretty good. It- it does. And funny enough, I have a friend that like makes short films. So if we need like filming, I know a great filmmaker. And I know you know several great filmmakers as well. So if you, we we might do that, like legitimately. Oh, like no, let's, I, I'd say that hundred percent certain. We're we're gonna do it event at some point. We're gonna Okay. Okay. So so <laughs> so I guess the premise would be we're 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 the two characters in it because it's possibly rambling, and basically we have this we're both in this secret, almost naughty, taboo relationship with toilets. One is based on power and hate, and the other one is an overstimulation of dopamine and attachment and love. Wow. And it could really be a representation of what, who, what could be really interesting, right? So say I'm the one that has the toilet that like, hates me and I hate it and everything like that. But on the outside, like when I'm not in the bathroom, I'm like the happiest person, you know, but you're the opposite where in the world you're like, you're, you're just pissed off all the time, angry all the time. But when you get into the room with the toilet, you realize you just want to be wanted. Right. 
Wow. And you know what else you could sit there and do as well? Maybe the character that has like that has the negative toilet has like a power issue, a power need and want. And so maybe it's like in the real world, they're struggling with, Mm -hmm. with their own, I guess, like desire to have power, but they gain that level with the toilet. Yeah. It could be interesting. We're going to write this. This is going to happen. So it's silly, but like legitimately we could argue points about society that is actually incredible. Oh, absolutely good. Absolutely okay. good. Um, yeah. Absolutely. So brainstorming out with this. Okay, this has me thinking now. Okay, so one has the longing for affection, the longing for want, the longing for desire. And whoever it is, that character would probably have your two. We would give it your two um, uh, um, love languages of whether we say it or not, a physical touch and, and quality time. Yeah. And, and then, yeah, it would have to, because we want to like emphasize that point real, real at home. And then would we, wow, this has a real point of being like, and it could even go deeper with like the lactose intolerance. Right. So like the guy who has the toilet that hates himself on the outside world, he's so happy all the time. He doesn't want people to know that he's miserable drinking milk. So he drinks so much milk because he doesn't want people to know that he has that imperfection of lactose, imperfection of lactose intolerance, right? Right. And so when he gets into the toilet room, that's why he has such a despisal because he's not he's not acting as his true self. Whereas on the opposite end, the the man who has the toilet that loves it, like like yeah, I say that loves it. Um like he 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 embraces the lactose intolerance on the outside, but he recognizes it makes him feel like an outcast, and it's nice to be wanted in the toilet room. So you could have a scene where they're both chugging milk, but for very different reasons. Wow, the 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 symmetry of one, like the symmetry of the same thing through different pers- reasonings. Like okay, yeah. so they want the same thing; they want to be on the toilet shitting. But, wow. Wow. That's honestly kind of, like, it's absurd, right? It's absurd Mm -hmm. because it's sentient toilets. But it's really, I think if we actually portray this seriously, it's... It's very representative. It's really really representative, and it's very, like, it's, it's almost so satirical that it's good. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. This is going to happen. 100% this is going to happen. I just want you to know that. One way or another, we're making this happen. Wow. I, I think this is actually a good idea. I, I, I think this I, is a I great, really I think this is a great I really idea. I do. I really do. And I've wanted to make a short one, for, short film with you for a while. So Yeah. Interesting. Beautiful. Okay. Possibly rambling short film. Wow. I like it. I do too. Speaking of power trips, though. Oh, we're back to this. It's about that time, David. Oh. Oh, no. Did I go on a power trip last time we recorded? I did, I don't know. You probably did. I think I did. I think you you played reverse psychology in how you did it. Because I think you pretended that I had the ability to do it. And then I thought I claimed it. I asked if you did and you never answered, so I just assumed you did. Oh. Yeah, but now I know that you don't. 
Right. Um, oh yeah, I don't remember because last time I was actually trying to end it and my mouse turned off and I couldn't. I remember that. But uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Anyways, I won't do that this time. I think it's been a great episode. It's been a great episode, but you do have the ability to. I do have the ability me to do it at any time. Go buy a scrub daddy. We're not paid by them. We just love them a lot. Yeah, we do love them a lot. Thank you for watching. We're going to be more consistent again in the future. We and are. Be on the lookout for possibly rambling short films in the future as well. We love you all. And thank you, you for um, supporting us, li- li- listening to us, and uh, uh, humoring our, our, our BS, to be honest. Absolutely. I guess with that, we'll see you, see, see you next week. Yeah, see you next week.